This is The Right Connection. This podcast is designed to help you choose the right words and stories in your business content to create authentic connections with prospects, clients, partners, and colleagues. Now the host of The Right Connection, Catherine Burrows. Hello, and welcome to The Right Connection. Today's guest, Jennifer Falloon, is a principal owner at Vorsa Investments, where she shows busy professionals how to own real estate without being landlords. Listen to the incredible story of her family's mission to help the homeless and how becoming entrepreneurs was a life-saving venture. Oh, and be sure to listen for a cool Game of Thrones reference. Enjoy. Hi, Jen. Welcome to The Right Connection today. How are you? I am awesome. How are you? I'm well, and I'm so thrilled to have you here on the podcast all the way from Texas. You have- Steamy, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> we were just chatting before I hit record about how hot and humid and muggy it is there. But thankfully, you're in a cool place that you can record the podcast. <laughs> so you have a really great story. And I just kind of want to step back a bit and let you tell the story of what you do with your business, how that got mm-hmm. started and all of that. So I'll let you take that away. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. So I'm a real estate investor at the very core of it. And when we moved to Texas from Florida, when we live in San Antonio, it's a very hot market. I think somewhere around 4,000 people move here a day. It's insane. And so my husband really wanted to get into investing. And at the same time that this was going on, my son wasn't able to, he was having a hard time getting into the military. We were very transient at this time. They kept losing his paperwork and he really felt he had no purpose. And so one day he comes down into the kitchen and my son is very dry sometimes. He really means what he says. And he came down and said, I just want to let you know that if I don't get into the military this round, I will kill myself. I will commit suicide. I don't have a purpose in this life. So there's no point in me being here. And so as a parent, I just lost it. And he said, I'm not telling you this, you know, to seek attention. Like I want you to get things in place, like get a life, you know, insurance policy for me if you need to, you know, find out how you're going to bury me. Like, I don't want to be cremated. Like he's given us all these things too, like what he doesn't want. I just lost it. So these things are going on simultaneously. My job would not allow me. So my husband, we purchased a three-day boot camp to go to Austin and learn about real estate. My job didn't allow me to go. And we paid, you know, a thousand bucks a ticket or thousand bucks for two tickets. So somebody was going to this event. And so I told my son, I'm like, pack your bags. You're going to Austin for the weekend, this real estate conference and our boot camp." And he said, that sounds awful. I don't want to go. And I said, I don't care. We paid a lot of money for these tickets. You're going. And so that Friday night, so they were there all day Friday, Friday night, he calls me and he's like, this is it. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. This is my purpose in life. And he's like, you know, was just, it blew my mind. And he was all about it. And they said, you know, you can come on Sunday because I had to work Saturday too. And come on Sunday and meet the people and all this stuff. And so I said, okay. And so Saturday night late when I got off work, I drove to Austin and my son was like, he was sold. He was sold on it all. And I'm sitting there in this little VIP room And they're like, you know, here's your CRM and here's your business cards and here's your website and here's all these amazing things. And I was like, this is the best thousand bucks because that's what we paid for the VIP tickets. 
this is the best thousand dollars we've ever spent. And all the way home, I kept saying that. I was like, I can't believe we got all this stuff for a thousand dollars. And those fools didn't say anything to the contrary. And I actually, a couple weeks later, had it with my boss, said, I'm going to do this full time because everybody was working. It was very important to me that my son do well at this and keep that purpose that he's feeling. I left my job to do this full time and really, you know, get our foundation built. And I'm sitting there working, doing all the homework they give you to do. And there's a receipt that pops up. And I was like, well, that's weird because we got a receipt when we bought the tickets. And I opened this email and the receipt is for $50,000. And I lost my mind because at first I thought they erroneously charged our bank account. They have to put this money back where stuff is going to be bouncing and I'm in a panic. In my panic, I'm like ripping through all this stuff that they gave us, trying to find a phone number or an email to say, you have to put this money back. (laughs) And as I'm going through all this stuff, I'm like, I noticed it. Like, it's like my eyes was open the first time. And I was like, this was not $1,000. That was way too good. Those fools spent my $50,000 on this course. And I was furious, you know, and then my husband blamed my son And, you know, he was like, it was Cameron, you know, we were going to put the money back before you ever noticed it was gone. And uh, I was like, well, how did that work out for you? But at the end of the day, that $50,000 saved my son's life. And what parent wouldn't spend $50,000 a day? You would sell your kidneys. You would do anything to save your child's life. And so when I had, when I was able to calm down and reflect, it really was worth every penny. You know, maybe they didn't need to hide it from me the way they did, but it was definitely worth the $50,000. And we went from single family, helping people that were in foreclosure, doing fix and flips to graduating to multifamily buildings. We own over 900 doors nationwide and we buy, you know, probably at a hundred doors a piece ish. We do about three deals a year and he loves it. He's very good at it. And we just kind of built this business as a family. I love that story. I love how you talk about finding your purpose and your son finding his purpose, but then also Mm -hmm. as a family, you found the purpose of building this business together too. And I know when you talked previously, you talked about like creating safe, affordable housing for people. Do you want to dive into that just a little bit more? Yeah, absolutely. So again, when I started this business, I'm very mission oriented. I really wanted to help people that were going through foreclosure. I really wanted to kind of help them not have to go through foreclosure, find them safe, affordable housing. But again, like I said before, there's like 4,000 people a day that are moving into San Antonio. So finding that safe, affordable housing was nearly impossible. And I was very heartbroken that we're not able to place some of our people. And so I just said, you know what, if I could just have like a 14 unit complex, I could put these people in that complex. And so instead of 14 units, we got 324. But before that, you know, we had started investing with our investor partners, learning the process. And then when I took my first down on my own, it was 324 doors. So we went way above 14. But again, the problem is, is, you know, there's a housing shortage. So I'm not always able to put people in because they're full. And so we just kind of kept buying complexes and looking for complexes. But in that journey, we kind of got away from helping people. We don't market anymore, but we are word of mouth and we will help anybody that needs to be helped. But yeah, it's very, very important to me 
that my tenants feel safe. They have a clean environment. They have a loving environment. I want my management to love on them well. And we actually have a tenant in one of our buildings before we took over the management that was in place was saying, you know, there's this guy, he's older, has definitely some mental issues, but he works. And every month, you know, he's never going to pay his rent at the first of the month, but he pays throughout the month. But by the end of the month, his rent is paid. And he said, I pay for his late fees. And I said, the day I take over, you are never to pay a late fee again. He never gets a late fee and his rent is to never be raised. And he knows he's a burden or he thinks he's a burden. So he will actually like pick up trash along. And we own like a mile of apartments. I mean, it's 324, but they're spread out in like a mile of road. And he'll walk up and down that road when he's not at work and pick up trash. And there's a little community where there's, I guess, used to be maybe an assisted living, but it's a lot of elderly. And when he sees them pull up, like he'll go help them in and carry their groceries in. And so it was very important to me that we continue to take care of him and that he not get charged the late fee ever and that he's not harassed for how he pays his rent. And his rent is to never go up. For as long as I own those apartments, his rent will be his rent. That's really awesome. I think that we don't do enough in our society to reward those people who do those small little gestures for people, those acts of kindness, you know, and of course the people aren't usually doing them to be recognized, but having them recognized anyways, I think is a really beautiful statement of values for sure. Yeah. Thank you. And you know, those are the things that are important to me. And those are things that I would just want to make sure that we're loving on people. Yeah. Especially people that need to be loved on and taken care of. You know, I don't know. I've never met him. I don't know what his background is. I don't know if he has family. You know, I don't know. But, you know, it's just important to me to take care of people. For sure. And on a lighter note, (laughs) we discovered we're both fans of Game of Thrones. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Talk to me about naming your business and how that relates to Game of Thrones. Absolutely. So Vorsa is a game in the Game of Thrones dictionary. It means fire and royalty. And so our single family company is called Happy Homes Now. I designed the logo, but to me, it's a very basic logo. It's a very nice logo, but it's basic. And I just wanted something that popped. I wanted something that said, this is my baby. Who am I? And how does it represent? And so fire and royalty, I felt resonated with me. And then as we were continuing to look, how do we make this company and our logo pop, the symbol and our O is a mock-up of the House Martell sigil. And so I sent it to my, and I was like, this is really cool because it's like spearhead your wealth. It was a spear to me. It was like fierce. The sun is fierce. And it just kind of really resonated with me. And it's kind of who I am as a person, like, you know, the gold and the red and I'm tenacious and I'm on fire. And I just want to love on my people and kind of be the queen of my complexes. And I sent all this stuff, you know, to my logo guy and that's what he did. And I loved it. And I love how it kind of shimmers. And when my swag lady does my swag, it's in metallic. So it really pops and I love it. And so also when we do portfolios, we name them after. Game of Thrones, you know, things like we had a portfolio, we named it High Garden. And then, you know, I have a whole list of like, I want to have a subdivision just for the sole purpose to name the streets. And they are things like, you know, you know, from the Game of Thrones. And yeah, I can't wait to do that. So a big fan, love it. I love the names. So I think next week, the new series comes out like the prequel. And I'm anxiously waiting for that. 
<laughs> Maybe there'll be some new ideas for street names in there. <laughs> right. And portfolio names. Cause yeah, we are taking on another portfolio and I have all these names. I'm like, Ooh, which one do I like the best that we can name our new portfolio? And someday when I get to be the one to name my complexes, they'll definitely be Game of Thrones references. So be on the lookout for those. That is awesome. You have such a great story and you have such a very strong sense of your own character and your own values. Have you ever thought about writing a book? I have thought about that. In fact, I kind of had to do a deep dive of, you know, your comment of having a very strong sense of who I am came because I didn't know who I was and why I was. I was like, why do I have this temper? And why am I kind of a perfectionist? But why am I also lazy? And why all these things? And so I just had this epiphany that I was going to like Google what my name meant. And that went from middle naming. And that went from what is my nationality? You know, my main nationality, I guess. And what does that mean? And what is my horoscope? And what is my Enneagram and my numerology? And I just did this huge deep dive and so much of it made sense. And I was like, okay, I get it. And then I kind of like started to live in it, live in who I am and why I am. And I was able to say, and it's okay to be who I am. And I like it. And I took the things that were kind of like what faults, right? Like anger and maybe perfectionism. And I was like, how do I make this you know, a benefit to myself and my business and my family and my clients. I put all this stuff on paper, right? And I had a friend that was like, this is a beautiful course for people. And so I was like, well, let's write a book. And so, yeah, it will eventually become a book. I have a friend who's written several books that's helping me build this. In fact, in that kind of morphed where it might even be like a workbook, people can actually write in it and kind of do the process that I did. But I think it's really powerful. I'm excited for it to come out and I'll be sure to let you know we can talk about it. Yeah, that would be awesome. Are there any struggles or sort of beliefs that you have that you feel like you've had to overcome in thinking about writing a book? Absolutely. So of course there's the imposter syndrome, right? Where who am I to write a book? Like nobody cares who I am or what I say. And then two, who's going to care? Who cares? Right. And my friend was like, somebody cares because somebody's struggling with their identity. And, you know, this is going to be powerful for somebody. And I would really like to market it to maybe teenagers, high schoolers and college students, like learn now who you are so that you're not like struggling. Like I did this at like, I'm not going to say, but early forties. And I'm like, why would I not have done this in my early twenties? So I didn't spend the last 20 years like struggling with my identity and why I am and who I am. So if I can get this into the hands of young people, you know, maybe they won't struggle the way I did. But of course, you know, there's also the belief is I don't have time. I'm trying to run this business and it's very important. Like my whole foundation of my business is to raise money from busy professionals. And it takes a lot of work and it takes a lot of effort. And I can't sit down. I cannot possibly give you one hour or this book, one hour of my time, right? To like, or even two hours for sure to like bust this out. And so it's just crazy because I'll spend an hour on Facebook. I spend an hour staring into space, like, you know, analysis paralysis. I absolutely have an hour to spend on my book. So these are things that I've definitely had to overcome. And um, it's also frustrating to me because it's, of course, slowing, these things are slowing me down when my book could have maybe been out by now. 
you know, I'm still in the process. It's just getting out of my own way. Sometimes you have to just get out of your own way, which is why having accountability partners and mentors is very important. Sometimes we need that push. I'm definitely not a self-starter, but once I do start, it's like I can't stop until it's done. So I definitely have lots of good accountability partners and mentors to push me. Yeah, I love what you said about getting out of your own way. That's that's so often the problem. Like we want to sometimes focus on the external, you know, whatever. I have so many clients, I don't have time. Or, you know, there's so many books already on Amazon. Why would anyone read mine? But really, ultimately, it's often those inner beliefs that are what is really standing in our way from getting that book really out and into the hands of the people who need it. And it sounds like you know, you've got a couple of really great target markets of people who need to hear those stories. And I love that you're thinking about teaching younger people how to find themselves and their purpose. Because, you know, sometimes there's like this belief that, you know, oh, we have to like keep all this knowledge. So like, keep the cards close to the vest kind of thing, because we don't want people to come up and take our positions or, you know, whatever. But I really feel like it's our mission as human beings and especially as parents to make sure that the next generation does do better than we have. Like we shouldn't feel threatened by it. We should be defining our success by it instead. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. Yeah, that was profound. Thank you. So Thank you so much for being a guest today on The Right Connection. Are there any last words that you would like to share with my listeners before you head off? Yeah, you know, thank you for having me on. And, you know, sometimes you just have to do things trial by fire. And, you know, this business that we started definitely was trial by fire, but we did it, right? So if there's anything that you're, you know, the book, you know, the podcast, the business, just do it. Like get out of your own way and just jump in. And it doesn't matter if you don't have all the information. A friend of mine says version one is better than version none. And I have changed so much about my business and my website. And, you know, as you grow, and that's part of growth too, right? Like just start and figure it out and you will learn and you will grow. And I just want to encourage anybody that's on that fence Like, I can't write a book because who am I? I can't write a book because nobody's going to listen to me. I can't start a podcast because nobody, you know, I won't have any subscribers. Nobody's going to listen. Just do it. Do it. Get it out of your own way and just do it. And who cares if nobody listens, you know, for the first 10 episodes, if you are consistent, somebody will listen and it will grow. And so, you know, that's just my loving advice to other people is, you know, live your dream, right? Just do the thing that you're scared of because, you know, fear is so unnecessary in so many things, but yet we let it cripple us and paralyze us. And I just want to love on you and encourage you that, you know, kick fear right in the balls and just do your thing. (laughs) That sounds like a very Martell attitude. The sand snakes, right? The sand snakes, like I love, if you are not a Game of Thrones weirdo, like I am, like at least pick up the book that has the sand snakes in it. Like those were my girls. There were three cousins and they were just badasses and they fought and they loved each other well and they, you know, had each other's back. And I just love that. And I try to have that kind of attitude to have the backs of my sisters and my cousin and just love people well and be fierce in my love. Well, I think that's a beautiful place to leave it. Where can people find you online, Jen? 
really the best place. I mean, I'm on Instagram, Jennifer Falone. My website is, you know, www.borsinvestments. And that's probably, you know, the best way. Okay, great. I'll put those in the show notes. Thanks again for your time today. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. And I can't wait to come back on with that awesome book. I'm looking forward to it. Thanks for listening to The Right Connection. What did you think of the show today? Give us a rating and leave us a comment. If you have a question for Catherine, reach out to her by sending her an email, therightconnection at catherineburrowscreative.com or visit her website, catherineburrowscreative.com. And don't forget to follow Catherine on social media. Thanks again for listening to The Right Connection.